Hello and welcome to Pink Noise. I'm Jeff Gregerson. Today we're going to hear from Gull, the music performance project of Nathaniel Rapol. We'll also hear about a documentary film he produced called Street Muse Kenya and his plans for the second installment of the project in Southeast Asia. Gull is a performance you have to see to believe. Nathaniel Rapol performs his music with drums, voice, and guitar simultaneously. He travels light, with a minimal drum kit and portable amplifiers. He has honed his performance by playing anywhere and everywhere, and is as much at home performing midday on a far-flung street corner as he is on a stage in a music venue. Gull has toured extensively over many years, and in 2012 he produced a documentary called Street Muse Kenya, in which he travels to Kenya to perform solo in public spaces, meet and collaborate with Kenyan musicians, and use music to meet people on the premise of our shared humanity. The opening scene of Street Muse Kenya shows Gull performing in a public square in Nairobi, Kenya. As the performance unfolds, we see a crowd look on from a safe distance, with a variety of emotions registering on their faces. Skepticism, amusement, fascination, Preoccupied people enter the frame, some people stop in their tracks, and others keep moving. Nathaniel Rapol is a white guy in Kenya playing a drum set and electric guitar at the same time. His hair is long, his facial hair patchy, and his movements are almost frantic. It's a lot to take in. Any reaction to this spectacle would be fair. Street Muse Kenya doesn't shy away from the challenging question of just what Gull hopes to accomplish by traveling to Kenya and demanding attention by playing his music through battery-powered amplifiers. In one scene, we hear a Kenyan woman explain to Gull that Kenyan musicians perceive that they would not be able to get away with the same tactics that Nate uses. I don't know, did you feel as if they saw what you're doing was more superior than what they do. I got that sense for a second, but I didn't want them to to believe that because it's it's not true. The kind of reception you receive and the kind of reception they could have received, mm-hmm. the feeling to you it might not seem that way, but to them it may appear mm-hmm. that way. I see. Uh, because. Not Chen, as the other guy was explaining to me, if he had tried to do what you're doing, someone would have come and just handcuffed him. Oh, really? <laughs> now, do you think that's because I'm, I'm a foreigner and because I'm, I'm white? Yeah, and that's what he said. Yeah. It's because of your skin color. My skin color. Yeah, the things they could not get away with. In another scene, we hear from a Kenyan man who expresses frustration with the lack of mutual opportunity. I'll read the translation from the film. Now this guy who has come here, what foundation will he leave here? I want to know what he has learned from us. And what is he going to leave as a remembrance when he leaves? One question to this guy. What help can we get so that we also get a chance of going to the U.S. to perform there? So that we show our music there as he did here, in order for our music to be known and not just disappear. 
Street Muse Kenya doesn't pretend to have the answers to these questions, but it is careful in holding open the space to ponder them. The filmmakers check their privilege, but aren't paralyzed by the question. There's an innocence to Rapol's central mission, which is to share his art with others in spite of linguistic, cultural, and geographic differences, and to seek collaboration with the people he meets. Where others could easily fail in this mission, Gull succeeds, largely due to the strength and originality of his music. Nathaniel Rapol is now planning the next iteration of Street Muse to take place in Thailand, Cambodia, and Vietnam. I talked with him and his cinematographer, Marcelo Corantoto, about the origins of the project. So my name is Nathaniel Rapol. I do a solo music performance project called Gull. And... I've been doing that for many years, and basically Street Muse is a cross-cultural exchange project where I travel to other parts of the world and set up, perform, and collaborate with other musicians and uh, yeah, document the process and then share it. Yeah, I was kind of perpetually touring at this point. I was just on the road close to three years. Um, nonstop. And uh, let's see, in about 2010, I took a trip down to Mexico and uh, I drove down to meet up with some old family friends. Um, and they had this wedding procession that was going from Hico Veracruz down to Chiapas, San Cristobal, Chiapas. And I took my equipment along with me. And so I had this, you know, Toyota Camry that had like over 230,000 miles on it. And anyway, we went down through Matahuala and then uh, went through the desert. I saw the mass migration of the butterflies there. And so it was just like a cloud of like thousands of butterflies just in the middle of the day uh, and no people around at all, you know, going through the desert. And then, uh, and each little town, city that we would stop in. Some of it was very rural, some was more urban. I would set up uh, my equipment in kind of the town center and, yeah, just perform. And I, I met a lot of uh, people through doing that. And the idea, the street muse idea, started bubbling at that time to kind of use street performance, you know, performing in public as a way to kind of bridge some of these gaps that exist between cultures it's you know not a cure-all but it's a really good way of like if you have something that you're offering you set up you perform people are kind of drawn to it it sort of helps to kind of uh, ease some of those fears at least initially <laughs> so in 2012 i took a small crew to kenya 
cinematographer named Meryl O'Connor, a producer named Len Albright, and I myself was also a producer. I set up in a number of places, um, urban and rural, um, performed solo and then also with collaborated with other musicians and documented it and then uh, shared it. I actually wanted to go to like Ethiopia. Some of my favorite musicians, Mahmoud Ahmed being one of them, are Ethiopian and I really wanted to uh, to get out there. So that's East East Africa. Len, one of his professors was uh, spending a lot of time. She spent like 20 years or something um, back and forth between the States and uh, Kenya and um, had made these strong ties to the, the Maasai and certain members of the Luo tribe as well. And she had a big influence on Len's thinking about this. Also, we had another friend. He'd been living out in, in Nairobi for, I don't know, maybe five years doing um, AIDS activism and, and awareness and that kind of thing. So Len having these ties, these very specific ties to Kenya, um, that's that's what helped to, to make that decision. So yeah, that was Street Muse Kenya. Um, and that was a feature film. And now we are aiming to take the project to, uh, the Street Muse project to Southeast Asia. There's specific instruments um, that are indigenous to Thailand and, and Laos, one being the pin, which is like a smaller electric guitar type instrument. And then uh, you have a the can, K-H-A-E-N. I think there's some different spellings for that as well, but it's um, kind of like a mouth organ, um, almost a pan flute type of instrument. It sounds incredible. So yeah, just uh, knowing that those instruments in particular, I want to learn more about. And the folk traditions there, what's happening in the more rural areas versus in the urban areas and what's going on with the youth or you know how are their the music that they're creating is different or if they're incorporating you know folk traditions or trying to do something altogether new but um, a lot of that stems into this idea of musical ecology and just the way in which our environment kind of informs the music that we make our kind of like cultural liaison and translator, interpreter. Her name is Tiffy, and she's from Northern Thailand and has spent a lot of time there and in Laos. And her grandfather, who is still alive, he actually used to make the can, but doesn't anymore because the type of wood that he used to use doesn't exist anymore. So I want to definitely learn more about that. But yeah, the idea has always been to, to kind of use music as a way to you know, not only just travel, but to to experience and learn other people's traditions and cultures and kind of collaborate with that and see where it goes and just kind of documenting it and then um, sharing it 
and in that way kind of showing our differences but then also oh, there's so many things that bind us to the to the people who who we think we're so different from we're like well actually there's a lot here that's very similar to me and my my own culture and where i come from so but then of course you know the differences are very cool to see as well marcella feel free to chime in cool. yeah so this is uh fairly important to me for a number of reasons <laughs> yeah and uh a lot of what we're scratching at isn't just we're going to do this thing because uh, it's cool and we're going to see people of different cultures and help bring that information back. It's it's a lot more than that. It's uh, to express how we feel and what we feel through, uh, through showing instead of telling and highlighting the unity that, you know, even if we were going there to specifically highlight differences, you know, you can't help but kind of go straight through that and then find the connective tissue. That's just like the nature of, you know, playing shows uh, out and you happening to connect with people. And it's, it's a, it's a two way thing where uh, I'm, I'm excited by that. You know, if whenever I perform and someone comes up to me and says like, Oh wow, like I really, I like this and I want to talk to you about it. You know, that's, it's shocking in a way, you know, but yeah, also sometimes those conversations, they can last a long time and you can learn a lot more kind of deep, you know, beyond the surface level before even knowing each other's names. <laughs> that happened to me countless times in Kenya and in Mexico, just making these connections pretty quickly and feeling, yeah, just like the guard is, is down and, uh, that we're already learning things about each other. Street Muse Kenya was filmed in 2012 and has only recently been widely released. In an era of YouTubers blundering around the world, posting content as soon as it can be uploaded, the slow, thoughtful, and self-critical approach to cross-cultural exploration that the Street Muse project uses is refreshing. You can support the next iteration of Street Muse in Southeast Asia by visiting gullface.com. Their crowdsourcing campaign ends February 19th. This episode featured clips from Street Muse Kenya, which is available to watch in full at goalface.com. And we also heard selections from Goal's album, Extractions. Pink Noise is produced and edited by me, Jeff Gregerson. I want to thank Nate and Marcelo for joining me to talk about their next project. I hope you'll support them. You can find more episodes of Pink Noise at pinknoisepod.com or in any podcast app. I'll be back in two weeks with a new episode.